Today's guest is Thanks to Podmatch, a great site for podcast hosts to make a profile where they can talk about their shows and podcast guests make a profile to talk about how they would serve your audience, sharing their books, stories, service, and services. Podmatch is great for that and more, like getting paid for those interviews through their affiliate program. If you like to contact me or today's guest, you can use my link podmatch.com slash sign up slash life with Francie, which will be in the description of this episode. Hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Hello and welcome to Life with Frenzy podcast, a place you will find all kinds of conversation like mental health, self-love, self-care, trauma, hobbies, and more. With this podcast, I want to create a community where we support one another in uh, personal and business life. Hope you enjoy this episode. Now, let's get this show started. On today's episode, I have the pleasure to talk to Connie. She uh, has written four books and today she's going to talk to us about clear the space feel the rush and it's about the clurry the cl- you will get it what I'm talking about <laughs> once I introduce her so hi Connie welcome to the show tell us what is life with you <laughs> what is life with me or what is life with me I'm <laughs> trying to hear you better um I Well, I work at home as a civil engineer, as a consultant, and I discovered a few years ago, 15 years ago, that that's what that was the secret to making helping me enjoy my life, my work, was having my own schedule. And I I learned from another organizing book. This woman said, You have to, you have to organize to to accommodate your own style. And she had one line in there that changed my life. She said, are you the kind of person that can sit down and work steadily at something for three or four hours? Or do you get antsy after an hour and have to get up and do something different? And I go, you mean it's okay to be that way? I always thought that was a problem, but that's how I am. So okay. now that I'm on my own schedule, it's, it's much better for me. And, you know, other people are going to say, no, I'd rather have the structure of the job and just be done with it at the end of the, of the day. So whatever works for you is the important thing. And that's that's what I try to tell people in my book about decluttering. So what's what's the next question about that? I just love that. (laughs) And hashtag goals. I I have the structure of a job and it's not working out for me. (laughs) But uh, that's awesome that you have your own schedule and everything. But yeah. So how did the book come about? It was well. When I was a kid, I used to move every six months to a year with my dad's work. So I learned to travel light. And then about after college, I went to Denver to seek my fortune and everything I owned was in my car, including a bicycle and two big speakers. So I traveled light. And then about five years later, I was married, had two little boys and we moved. And it took me and five big guys four and a half hours to put all our stuff in a giant moving van. I'm like, what happened? So I've been looking at decluttering and downsizing ever since. And when I was in about 2008, I'd been laid off four times in six years. 
um, my work tends to go up and down with the housing market. So it's kind of a boomer bust thing. I thought might be time for a new career. So I went into professional organizing and I read all these organizing books to try to help me with that big downsizing project. And I would work away at it. I'd get all excited, say, this is going to be the book that's going to change my life. And I do the stuff and then I'd always stop before I got it completely done. I would never go all the way to the completion. So eventually I thought, hmm, I wonder what's going on. There's something going on in my head that's making that, that prospect terrifying to go ahead and finish it. And I eventually figured out that the, the emotional clutter, the mind, what, what you're telling yourself all the time and your emotions, it's probably way bigger than the clutter that's around your house. But we always focus on that because that's what we can see. We can't see what's going on in our head all the time. So I thought we should have a book where we talk about not just the how to downsize and organize your possessions, but also in your mind and your emotions. And then uh, to round it out, I realized that when you're kind of sluggish because you haven't been getting enough exercise or you haven't been eating very well, you've been eating lots of junk food, maybe your body needs a declutter too or a detox. So they're, they're all interrelated because if you don't have the physical energy, then you're not going to want to do the work of decluttering and organizing. So I thought we should have a book that covered all those areas. Oh my gosh, I'm here for it because my mind is like everything in there <laughs> at all times. There's exactly. no quiet time. <laughs> so I love that you say that. And then especially the body as well is body, mind and soul, you know, to uh -huh declutter so yeah how do we do that <laughs> please teach me <laughs> give me some tips over here well a lot of organizers do this and it's a great idea for each person too is to think about instead of looking at the piles of you know junk around your house or your office or whatever think about how you want to spend your life like how do you want to spend your time do you want to spend it like you've got the decks completely cleared at your house so you can go out and just have adventures all the time? That's that's what turns you on with life. Or would you do you have some hobbies that you'd love to pursue, but you just don't have any space because everything's taken up with the other belongings that I call the taking care of business ones, the boring ones. <laughs> so or, you know, you want to make sure that you have plenty of room for family and friends to come over and enjoy the space and not be hampered by all your stuff and we always we always have to realize that other people's stuff is like twice as disgusting to them as it is to us <laughs> so one of my favorite tips is if you want to motivate yourself or inspire yourself to downsize just go help somebody else move and you'll say I can't believe they kept all that stuff and then you'll want to go home and clear out everything you want to throw away 90 percent of your stuff <laughs> but a big so first of all look at how you want to spend your time and work towards that it's like <clears throat> you know we all know that if you invite your mother-in-law or your somebody that whose opinion you that, that you would like to keep in good graces then you or friends or whatever the friends that have the perfect house if you invite them over for dinner you're gonna go to town tidying up your space because you don't want them to see your house looking like heck. So, but that's one way to do it. And that's a time honored tradition that works really well, but for yourself and more in a more positive way to have the dream that you're working towards instead of the fear that you're working away from. 
the dream will pull you forward much more solidly. So first, try to figure out what you'd like to have your space look like or how you want to spend your time. And for me, it's like I, I love nicely decorated vacation condos. Haven't been to too many of them, but they're they're always very well decorated and there's no clutter. And when you go to them, you're ready to have your, you know, your holiday, your vacation adventures. So that's kind of what I move towards in my dream. And my house isn't perfect. It isn't there yet. Certain parts of it are, but not all of it. I love that. And yeah, uh, I have learned that little by little. I have worked with depression, anxiety, and, you know, that's why mental health is like a huge, um, I'm a huge advocate for mental health because mm -hmm. of my own story. Uh -huh. And it does work because like I just came back from vacation and my apartment is still like horrible. And then I have the luggage still in the living room because I don't want to bring it the mess to my room. And right. I finally I did the bathroom and the room. Uh -huh. Now I feel a little bit better. Right. So then today when I come back from work, I will do another the living room. And so one step at a time, one room at a time. And uh, so, yeah, about the book, uh, what's going on? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll put up a little picture of it, even though the text is backwards. But you can see it's not a typical decluttering and organizing book. It's pretty, pretty lively because I realized that, you know, that yummy feeling you get, that sort of exhilaration when you clean out an area and organize it. Those are endorphins running through your body. And I realized that you get those same endorphins when you exercise, when you go for a walk for half an hour, that's the same rush. And when you, so you're basically decluttering your body with exercise and you are, you're getting that rush. And when you, <clears throat> when you clear out an emotional block, even something simple, like you've been upset about something and you have a good cry and you feel better. So you're decluttering your emotions. You get the same rush. It's all the same. And that rush is good for your health. It's good for your immune system. Nice. So what kind of set me off was I was reading this book called Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And it's a very in-depth book. He's a chiropractor and a neuroscientist. One of those people who got themselves out of a terrible bike accident 30 or 40 years ago where they told him, you may never walk again. And he said, not good enough. So he put his brain to work on, on repairing his body and he walked out of the hospital 12 weeks later. So he spent his life since then just studying the brain and how it works and, and how we can bring out supernatural things in ourselves. Not paranormal, but just amazing things that we're, we are all capable of. So he did an experiment, and this was a turning point when I read this, uh, with a conference in 2016, he had about 120 people, and he asked them to, he, they were willing to be tested with a cheek swab at the beginning, so they were checking for immunoglobulin A, which is a chemical, a protein that shows just how strong your immune system is right now, and then he said, please spend 10 minutes three times a day over the course of the next four days putting yourselves in a high vibrational emotional state, like happy, loving, gratitude, just something happy. And I'm sure that they enjoyed the conference a lot. So they were probably happy more than 30 minutes a day. But at the end, he checked them again and their immunoglobulin A was up an average of 50%. And he said, this is way more powerful 
than any uh, flu shot or vitamin, vitamin C or something you might take to improve your immunity. And it's all in your own body and it's all under your control. So I'm like, decluttering is very powerful just for the endorphins that it brings up. I love that. And yeah, I have heard of him before. And that sounds amazing. And I know the power is within, <laughs> but sometimes our brain doesn't get there. Mm -hmm. oh. Well, I, I had another big aha. I love ahas. They're my favorite. Thing. Yes, please so. share with us. <laughs> <laughs> so why do we all feel so guilty? And it's, it's really shame. I mean, lots of people have told lots of psychologists, their experts have said, it's not really guilt, it's shame. So I'm just going to go with guilt because we all know about decluttering the guilts. So um, when we're up until we're seven or eight years old, we don't really have a filter for what comes into our heads from the world. We just take it all in and we accept it. We believe it. And at the very same time, all these people are trying to teach us how to be adults. So by the time we've, or, you know, people, humans, by the time we we're seven or eight years old, we probably heard 50 or 100,000 times. No, don't do that. That's not the right way. Stop. So lots of, you know, they're trying to help us, but it's most a lot of it's negative. So so eventually when we're eight, we start going, wait a minute, mom and dad. I don't know if I believe that. But by that time, we've already heard it so many times. That's the voice that keeps popping up in our heads. So decluttering your emotional your mind clutter is sometimes it's a process of just reprogramming yourself to say no I'm actually a very nice person and I might make some mistakes but I'm doing a good job I'm doing the best I can and that's that's the only way to start with any positive project is to just draw the line on the past and say nope I'm doing good and I'm going to try I'm going to follow this dream I love that. And that is so true. And uh, yeah, I have experience with guilt and shame. It has been a decade of carrying it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, they're horrible. I mean, they, they wake you up mm -hmm. to loving yourself more mm -hmm. in that way. Um, so I love that you take it, you know, one step at a time, one thing at a time one declutter at a time mm -hmm. and um so yeah anything else that you would like to share us with my listeners oh <laughs> well yeah there's lots of things of course <laughs> um my number one tip that i always tell people and i do it in each section I've, like a, the book is organized by decluttering your body your mind your stuff so if you really are only interested in I don't, I just want to care. I just want to work on the stuff. I already got the other part handled or whatever. You can just read that section if you want. But in the first part of every chapter, I say, first declutter the guilts because you might feel guilty about how your house got to be such a wreck right now. And, or why am I, why have I been eating so badly? Or, you know, you, you feel guilty about all these things and you're trying to explain it. So that's what you get rid of first. And, um, and then, to go with the dreams as, as opposed to uh, worrying about what's, what's already happened. One of my friends gave me a very wise sentence and I put that in the book. Uh, I said, I wonder why it is, here I am this person, I really love uh, tidy space. I, I just love it. If I'm trying to do something really creative or difficult, I can't 
I, I'm like paralyzed if there's a lot of stuff in my visual field. But yet I let my house disintegrate for like two or three days. And then I rush around and clean it up like the cat in the hat coming back to clean up the house, right? Why do I do that? And he goes, well, I think there's kind of an ebb and flow to these things. And I'm like, thank you very much. One of the things that we may get the idea of from other organizing books is do it this way and you'll be good to go for the rest of your life. No, <laughs> you're gonna be, you're gonna get too busy sometimes. You're gonna receive presents. You're not gonna stop going shopping for the rest of your life. So there's gonna be things that keep coming in. And unless you pare things down to where it's completely, there's no barriers to putting anything away as easy, you know, it's so easy to put something away that it's not hard to go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. Or um, like me, I don't like to just immediately put it away. I think that's a little bit of rebellion in me. <laughs> or maybe I'm gonna need some more of that pickle relish in my tuna salad. Maybe it's not gonna taste as good. So I don't wanna put it away yet. So that's my little thing. And I just make a game of putting it all back away in 20 minutes or something and try to try to make it fun. But again, don't beat yourself up about it. Just figure out a way to make it a make it a fun game instead of a you've been naughty. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> You're so sweet. <laughs> so then uh, once we get rid of uh, guilt, what will be the next step? Or uh, in your book, like you go by chapter oh, or you can okay. jump back and forth. Yeah, you mentioned guilt at first. Then what will be the second? Well, there's there's all kinds of emotions, but um, like in the in the emotional chapter, I talk about different ways from something simple like journaling to talking to a counselor, or I, I also introduce some basic energy healing text, techniques like tapping, emotional freedom technique that you can do on your own, which is very extremely effective. And it's there's nothing woo-woo about it. It's very mind-body, it's very physical. Oh and then, yeah. And then there's um, like acupuncture is an energy healing. And there's another one similar to tapping that lots of chiropractors do. So I just kind of go in a progression to things that can help you turn your focus towards your dreams and away from these, these emotions that you might have, anger. I talk about decluttering your anger, decluttering your judgmentalness of other people. So it's just first leave the guilt behind. And then for example, in the physical body chapter, there's lots of ideas for decluttering your diet or your, your exercise, what you're doing for your body, but just pick one. I mean, there's so many ideas. Of course, you're not going to do all of them. You, you go crazy and I don't want you to either. <laughs> Just pick the one that, that appeals to you most or might, might be the easiest to try adapting into your life. And then with the decluttering your stuff, you would, again, think about how you want to spend your time and how you want to lay out your space so that it's easiest for you to live your life as you like. And so... It's just a little bit of thought where you want to go to is the next step. But if people, there, there may be some people that they're like, I'm already decluttered. I'm fine. My emotions are fine. I'm in good shape, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I don't want any of that stuff. But if you read the beginning, the intro to my book, the first chapter, 
in the very last chapter, just skip all that part in the middle, you'll still get something good out of it. Because the rush, not only is it good for your, your um, health, your immune system, it just makes life a lot more enjoyable. And the thing that I found out at the very end is you don't even have to declutter. You can just choose to be happy. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> so anyway, that's the thing about guilt and some of these other emotions is they're just dragging you down and all these things that you might like to do with your life, they'll take off once you once you release all that energy that's holding you down. That's why that's why my cover is so crazy looking because I'm I'm not just about serenity and lotus blossoms. I'm about all that energy that's released, which in a way, it's really what the feng shui people talk about too. The energy that's tied up in your stuck belongings is the energy that you could use for following your dream. Or like you becoming a master podcaster. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's super cool that you're doing that. I'm really impressed. Thank you. I sure have to keep boundaries with my energy uh -huh. because of it. Because like today I have four interviews. Wow. So I have to make sure that my energy is on point. And what does that mean? That means that like I have to go to work. It's a Sunday uh -huh. and I have to work Amazon. And, you know, I have to make sure that I don't let any little things get to me. And watching anger guilt and everything judgment is <laughs> very hard so i can't i can't even wait to read your book oh. <laughs> and learn because you have shared a lot of tips with us today and i love the way that the uh book is set up in different parts to cover pretty much you cover everything <laughs> right well, there's one more tip that might actually work for you today, Francie, and it's one of the best things I learned while writing this book. It's not my original idea. Somebody, many other people have probably thought of it, but spend 10 minutes or more. I just do 10 minutes, but you sit there somewhere and maybe look out the window. I try to look at something that's pretty beautiful, either the tree outside my window or a nice lamp or something, or right now I'm looking at my Christmas tree. But anyway, um, you're not doing anything. You're just sitting there. You're not praying. You're not meditating. You're not thinking. You're not planning. You're just sitting there getting bored with yourself. And when you do that, then your higher self or God can give you some messages that will maybe change your life. And um, it's just a way of detaching yourself from all that, you know, that, that stuff that's going on, like in your schedule today. And you come out of it feeling calmer and you feel a little bit more like, okay, I'm, I'm going to put out my vibes to help people. I'm not going to be like eh, all stressed out and, you know, messed up myself. I'm going to be the person that rises above it all. So I get, I get insights. I get reminders for something that I almost forgot to do, but now I, now I'm reminded by it. So anyway, every single day I, I write down what came to me during that 10 minutes and sometimes it's incredibly profound sometimes I get an idea later in the day that I hadn't thought of so it's great practice I love that and that's kind of sort of like meditation mm -hmm. and my uh, mentor has gotten me to try it 
but the best I can do is tapping, which you mentioned earlier. And I already have like two or three podcast episodes on tapping. That's how much I love it. That when Uh I have somebody that is an expert in it, I'm like, come on and talk to us about it because I love it. It works for me. It quiets my mind and I Uh can reset it from something negative that I had said to myself to something Mm -hmm. positive. And the only, only, only way I have found to quiet my mind completely is diamond painting. So my favorite hobby that is putting little beads in a canva to make nice. a pretty picture oh, nice. which in the background the light is right on the picture but that's like an elephant and uh-huh. it's so cute and it has that one at least has like 10,000 beads wow <laughs> <laughs> and it's the only thing that like really quiet my mind so when you talk about it and describe it I was like yep diamond painting is the only thing for me and journaling I mean, you mentioned journaling earlier and I have notebooks. I just had a friend uh, reach out to me. She's like, okay, so I'm thinking about a planner and a notebook. What do you suggest? And I was like, girl, I got you. (laughs) So I love all all, everything that you have shared today. (laughs) Well, I'm really glad to hear that you're doing this, these things that you enjoy so much because as somebody, somebody said recently, if you don't do the hobbies or you know whatever activities you love at least once a week and hopefully once a day you're never going to do them it's just like i'll put some money in savings at the end of the month whatever's left over you know you there won't be anything left over but if you put it in at the beginning just like if you spend some time with what you love every day then that makes every day of your life worthwhile and enjoyable and it also makes it easier to handle the rest of the stuff <laughs> that takes up the other hours when you've done something nice for yourself. It is. uh, That's awesome. And uh, so this uh, interview is going to be in January. And I have been asking, I don't know, do you do the word of the year? Uh, Yes, I'm going to take a class in that or I've I've done it in the past. So I haven't picked out my word. Have you? Uh, I think support. Support? Yes. That's wonderful. Community, you know, because I really want to make sure that my community is there for one another. Uh And I have so many people with so many skills Mm -hmm. that I know that is needed in the world. So I'm like, I can't help you with that, but let me call my friend and help you with that one. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. That's a that's a great thing. Like I realize. We, we don't necessarily want to talk about the last three years and what happened in the world, but one thing we learned really well from it is just the gift of time with family and friends, even if they're annoying sometimes, <laughs> it's, it's priceless. So it's way better than a gift that you might you know receive with wrapping paper on it. So that's one good thing, I think, that came out of that, that situation. Yeah, uh, I I spent it over here in Kansas by myself, and I just went, well, I mean, I have my own family that I created, but Uh in December, uh, I just came back from uh, Puerto Rico, where I'm originally from. Really? And it was the most peaceful time, Uh and just family, and I needed that, because I have been avoiding love 
in, mm-hmm. in some type of way because my mom my my whole family is like I'm gonna love you forever and I'm like no don't do that <laughs> so it was good to be receptive of that love right and family time it, it's just you can't put a price in it you can't put any feelings in it. it's just amazing to just be with family <laughs> that's outstanding that's really uh, cool so Thank you so much for coming on, on the show today. I really appreciate it. And I definitely can't wait to read your book. Oh, thank you, Francie. Oh, what part of Kansas do you live in? Um, I'm in Kansas City, uh, oh, Kansas, because, okay. you know, that's yeah. Missouri and Kansas. My but parents, I'm on the Kansas side, Johnson County. Uh huh. My parents were both from Kansas, so I spent a lot of time with grandparents as I was a kid. So it's it's pretty cool state. Yeah, I love it. Like I go out to anywhere else and I'm like, okay, let me get back to Kansas because it's just so <laughs> quiet and peaceful and country. I love uh-huh. it. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, anything else you would like to share before we leave? Oh, just to mention my website, which is yes. clear, clearthespace.com, just like it sounds. C-L-E-A-R-T-H-E-S-P-A-C-E.com. And I've been working on, my dream is to do more videos. That's what I, you know, I started college as an art major and then I didn't know how I'd make a living. So I ended up in engineering, but I've always missed art and video is my favorite. So I'm learning how to make TikTok videos <laughs> and I've got a couple on YouTube. So that's that's what I'm working towards. And I love that. <laughs> so you can find me on TikTok at Clear the Space or my name, Connie Ellison. I now will have your website and your social media on the show notes for my listeners to find you. Great. Thank you so much. And good luck with your TikTok. I can't wait to watch your videos because <laughs> you already share so many little tips. I can't wait to see what you come up with on videos. Yes, please make more videos. <laughs> okay. Great. Thank you. Uh, Thank you so much for uh, listening to another episode. I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I did. Hope you have a blessed day. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. If you like to stay in touch or like to support me in any other way, check out my Linktree Life with Francie profile where I have all of my social media Uh, coupons for my favorite stores, and more. Also, if you like this podcast, it will mean the world to me if you share it with your friends or leave a review. God bless. Don't stress. I'll be back with another episode soon.